Hi, I'm Sean Hessinger, and this is Small Biz in 15, the show where we bring you small business success in 15 minutes or less. Please like and subscribe if you enjoy the show. Well, COVID restrictions may be lifting, but the virtual events that became popular during the pandemic aren't going anywhere, says Monique Johnson, founder of Live Video Lab and the Move Experience. In today's interview, Monique explains how you can use this trend to your business's advantage. Well, Monique, thanks for talking to us today. Um, virtual events are nothing new. Why have they become so critical to, to businesses in the last few years? Great question, Sean. Um, well, one of the biggest things is that uh, the whole world went through this pandemic, right? Back in 2020, when uh, we literally had to shut down. And so as a result of that, um, as human beings, uh, for one, we do not like change. And number two, we were going crazy having to just stay at home. So what is the first thing that we're going to flock to? We're going to flock to our TVs or our computers or our mobile devices, whatever that may be, whether it's a smartphone or a tablet. But um, yeah, virtual events has become important because of the pandemic and why it's so different now, because to be frank, the virtual events that we were used to seeing before COVID are not the same type of virtual events um, that we see now as a result of the pandemic. So um, the reason why is that, you know, people are at home, people need to be entertained or not get bored. And so virtual events is a great way um, for us to captivate people's attention, generate awareness, whatever your, your goals may be. But that is why uh, virtual events have become so important uh, the last few years. Uh, I'll follow up on something you just said, that they're, they're different than they were before. How are they different? Great question. So, um, for instance, let's talk about virtual summits because there's all types of virtual events, right? So virtual summits before COVID-19 or the pandemic was simply, to be frank with you, it was just, okay, let's get a bunch of people, experts together. Uh, they're just going to show some slides, maybe pitch something, and that's it, right? So that was a virtual event, a virtual summit rather. The virtual summits that you see today, or rather those that are done correctly or strategically or intentionally, is not something where you just grab a bunch of people and then you're just having a, a, a slide deck that is showing up on the screen. There's more engagement that's happening. There's more connection. There's more camera appearances. Um, there's more, okay, how can we make this where we involve the audience and not make it be just about whoever's speaking and just shouting from um, one to many. So that's what I mean as far as how virtual um, events are different today. It sounds to me like it was almost more like a webinar before, and now it's kind of more like an actual event. Correct. And even webinars today are not the same as they were before. And I think that um, a lot of times, even for those who are business owners or even just, you know, experts out there um, are cringing at the fact that they can't just hide by a bunch of slides, right? Because things have changed so much and it's just a matter of, okay, what can we do to keep our audience engaged? Because quite frankly, it's not about you or your slides. It's about how can you provide an experience and serve those who are attending your um, virtual events. As travel lockdowns restrictions are easing, do you, and we had talked about this before the show, do you, do you see everyone going, just flocking back to to uh, primarily in-person events or or, or 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 do you think that 
some things have changed permanently. And if so, what? Great question. So virtual events are here to stay. So they're not going anywhere. Um, And I know things are easing. People are opening back. People love or love the energy of being in person. And in person is great, but so is virtual. And this is what I mean. So a lot of times for personality types of people, for instance, like introverts, when you go to an in-person event, and you know when there's that opportunity where sometimes the, the facilitator or the host will say, okay, okay, everybody, let's go network. Go find somebody or talk to someone that you've never talked to before. This is an ultimate nightmare for an introvert, a true introvert. They don't want to do that. That is going to take too much of them to actually want to go do that. As opposed to a virtual event, they are in their environment, they're comfortable, um, whether they are in the opportunity to do networking. So for instance, on the platform of Zoom, you can do breakout rooms, so it's smaller groups. So an introverted type of personality of a person will feel more comfortable sharing or at least saying something or being involved versus being in a big main room of either an in-person conference or a, a main room of a virtual event on Zoom. So that's just one prime example. Another thing, and I don't even know why I skipped over this, is cost. Okay, so costs for both ends, not only the people, the attendees who are going to live in-person things from booking, getting the ticket itself, booking a flight, booking hotel accommodations, the food, what the entertainment, whatever it is that you do when you get there is drastically lower as opposed to being at a virtual event where all you have to do is get out of bed look really good from top up, right? (laughs) And just show up and be there and be able to um, still get somewhat of a similar experience than live. So again, even though I'm a huge proponent of virtual events, I'm not saying that in-person is worse or it's um, something where to answer your question directly, where uh, in-person is just going to take over. But uh, virtual events, can be still part of your strategy or your business model. If anything, what I have seen working with my clients and also colleagues in in, in the online space is this, they use virtual events to get people or strangers who don't know who they are. So that's how they get them in and roll them into their ecosystem and their colloquialism in their world. And then if they sign up for a program or because they love you so much, they're like, okay, I want to meet you in person now. So that's that's why I say virtual events are here to stay. They're not going anywhere. How do you decide? Uh, what, what kind of uh, factors do you think you should take into consideration? You know, should this be in person or should this be virtual? Great question. That is actually a really good question. So it depends for one, a couple of factors. Number one, if you've ever done an event before, to me, a virtual event is a great kind of tester or beta test or alpha test even before you take it to in person. Okay. So number one is determining whether you've done it before. Number two is your budget, right? So we already talked about the whole cost factor. So I talked primarily about the attendee side, but as someone who hosts an in-person, that is a lot of money. Hotels with their union fees and all kinds of different things, that is a lot of money. Even if it's for a small kind of like mastermind or round table in a conference room, you'll be surprised 
how the expenses add up because you have to order a certain amount of food. I mean, there's so many different factors to, 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 to think about here. So if you do have a large enough budget where it's, you know, you don't have to worry about it um, bothering your business or your bottom line, uh, you know, then if those two things are uh, something that you're, you feel that you're strong or more adept with, then go ahead and, and do in person. But if you're a complete newbie, or even if you're looking, say you aren't a complete newbie, but you're, you want to introduce a new concept, right? Or a new um, philosophy or anything like that, then virtual is the way to go. Because again, of the cost. Now, granted, there is a cost with virtual events. Like if you want to have high quality, then you need to invest in, in equipment, right? Um, so there is those factors there. But again, it's still like this compared to in-person and virtual. So you still have to deal with some costs of that, costs of software and things on how to get um, people involved. If you're doing email marketing, I mean, Facebook ads, there's so many different things and you would use ads for both in-person or virtual. But um, again, you know, with virtual, it's to me, it's a great kind of level playing field for anyone, no matter where they are in their business or with how they're delivering a specific type of content. From the standpoint of small businesses, you were mentioning a level playing field. Uh, this is a way you could compete with, you know, in, in a sense, you, you might not hope to be able to have the budget or the resources to pull off a, a, a live event, an in-person event. You now have immediate access to the world. You don't have to worry about this. I'm talking about virtual in this regard. You don't have to worry about whether people can fly in or they don't have maybe the budget to come into the United States or if you're in a different um, location, a different country. You don't have to worry about that. To me, this is an opportunity of the level playing field for anyone to have a much larger impact. If you are someone, if you're a leader who wants to impact thousands, hundreds, millions, billions Virtual events is the way to go. And now it's time for our small biz tip. In 15 seconds or less, use virtual events to give your small business global reach and level the playing field with larger competitors. Thanks again to Monique Johnson, and please like and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. Please leave a comment and let us know what topics you'd like to see in future programs. And for more small business news and tips, join us at smallbiztrends.com.